Yeah, we we've been told that our intros are getting a little lengthy, and I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? It, it's our podcast. We'll do what we want. Okay. Yeah. Excuse. Uh, whoever fucking said that? Fuck you. Um, you we, don't have we're a podcast. We're still a family show. We're still no, we're a family not. show. Let's not I go hope, attacking I hope our James, listeners. I hope James stabs his grandmother, and he pops up on the news. Well, now this is, is the intro. People don't know what's next. happening yet. Well, then you got to listen to the thing because James submitted something, and it's pretty good. And then Presley submitted some stuff, and it's about screenwriting and, and, and navigating the turmoil of the industry, the entertainment industry. So maybe they should listen. Mm. And we got our shades on today because it's down to business. It's the shades episode. Like JR was saying, Presley talking about screenwriting. We got our boy James talking about family issues. That's something everyone tough. can relate to. Always but tough. before we dive into that, we just want to let everyone know, thank you for all of your submissions. We got more submissions coming in every day. You should be one of them. You, yes, you listening right now or watching on YouTube, you should submit to the show. Jared, do you remember the email? A-W-B-N uh, submissions at gmail.com. Okay, that was a little aggressive, so I'm just going to say it a little bit slower for people. If, yeah, say, if and maybe not as rely. loud. Yeah. I'm a little loud. Go again. A-W-B-N submissions at gmail.com. So that and was remember, smooth. That was smooth. We still have the new feature of the voicemail. And I'm going to give you the number right now. I just have to look it up because I don't have it memorized. No way. I don't. I'm a, I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad <laughs> yeah. boy. You can call in now at, write this down or type it into your phone, 424-253-4643. You can leave a voicemail and we're going to play it right onto the show Give advice directly from that voicemail. Tell us what you're dealing with, and you'll be on the show. It's as simple as that. All, all the information that I just said will be in the description of this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, our Instagram. It's all there. Click the link, submit, send us an email, call in, leave a voicemail. There's so many options for you. It's not one size fits all. It's pick what you want. It's a it's all a cart, if you will. What do you want? What do you want? Just choose the best way for you, man. Just, just write in, okay? We're, we're desperate out here. God. Yeah, we we need people to submit, okay? If you don't, I'm gonna cry, and I don't want to cry, man. I don't want. Come JR on, it's the holidays. Cry. It's the holidays. It, well, this won't be coming out during the holidays, so it's, oh my bad for them. It's not the holidays anymore. It's just like a normal day. Oh, um, well. Please submit still, because, you know, we want to have conversations. We want to talk, want to give some advice. So, you know, please. Don't let these shades go to waste. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. Make sure you follow us, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Advice Would Be Nice. And cue the music. bum 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 on something. Of course, I'm all ears. How can I help? Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. Some advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice.
Here, this this is gonna be our opener right here. You ever have one of these poppies? No, I've seen them. Are they good? They're good for your gut. This is the Doc Pop. It's like a Dr. Pepper. Ah. But does it actually Very taste good. like a soda? I think it does. I enjoy a nice Dr. Pepper. But this pop, is a Doc Pop. Poppy. It's good for my gut. Okay. You're one of those. My gut puts in a lot of work. So let's get, let's get into it. What's What's our... Hot Jake, hot take, Blake. Forget All right, here's sake. the deal. Okay, here's the here's the problem. There's a big Actually, controversy. You know what? I want to start. The amount of times you say, here's the deal, but can I be honest, <laughs> is hilarious. Let me be honest, and here's the deal. Um, there's a big controversy, okay, over mm-hmm. the internet and social media, okay? And it's this. Is Cheesecake Factory an acceptable first date. Evan, mm. what do you think? Is it or is it not? Is it a premium restaurant um, to, 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 to woo a woman or, or any significant other? I love Cheesecake Factory. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Is there, it's like, I feel like I'm so out of the know on everything because like people say, oh, that, that sucks and... It's something I just really enjoy and I thought was really cool, but apparently I don't know things. I think Cheesecake Factory is a great first date spot. Yeah. I mean, listen. Totally. I'm obsessed with Cheesecake Factory. I love the variety of it. Like, they have pasta. They got some Mexican cuisine. What the f- Is there any way you can silence your phone? Right? Hey, We're in the I, middle I'll of a podcast. I'll take this one. It was my my uh, Siri. It was my Siri. I don't want her to hear. <gasps> you know when she just picks things Shit. up, like when you don't even so actually annoying. say her name. Yep. Cheesecake factory. She's jealous. Ask Siri. Actually, screw our opinions. Ask Siri if she thinks <laughs> she, cheesecake. She factory. wants to butt in on the conversation. <laughs> Here's also the deal. I believe the bread is phenomenal that they give you. I, I I might be uh, biased, but I think uh, I think like that uh, that brown bread that they give you it, it, that that's my favorite one, the darker one. I don't know why I love it. Oh, and it's it. got like the oats on top. Oh my god, it, it's phenomenal! And then you get some butter on that, and it just melts right on there, and you <laughs> it's it's the best thing. And if I really I, I get too free full. bread. Serves free lit. bread. That's that's a classy joint. I was going to say, is that the marker? It's like if they give you free bread, that's a good first date option. I think, I mean, like, just the, the cheesecake alone, that's a good it's first date. Phenomenal. Yep. The number of cheesecake options that you got, that's crazy. They got a giant menu, anything that you want. They got granite floors. That's a good place. It's like an Italian coliseum in there. I I went from Vegas, right? To like the Bellagio shit, and then I went straight there, like to Cheesecake. After I landed from Vegas, and I was like, "I'm literally back in Vegas." It's the same design. It's beautiful. So I don't know where the internet just like hijacked this whole situation that it's not acceptable because I think it is. But I still feel like it's definitely it's lit, man. I think it's classy. I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, it's uh, Cheesecake Factory is so cool. I would love to Are like we lame. 
Are we wrong? If my wife was like, hey, let's, we're going to Cheesecake Factory tonight. I'd be over yeah. the moon. I love Cheesecake Factory. I think people just have high standards nowadays. You know, the whole like first date, like who pays and all this. You know, it's that like whole if someone thing. asks yeah. you out on a date, they, uh-huh. they can be the one to pay. But I think it'd really? be fine if people even split the check on a first date. Like you're just getting to know each other. Can I say a hot take? Actually, this is... Send it. All right. I believe first date shouldn't be a dinner at all, actually. It should be like mm. coffee or like a hike or something like that's Casual. not too like long. Like a dinner is kind of a big commitment. It's more intimate, I feel like. It's just you and that other person and like a booth or whatever. I think that mm. for a first date, it, you feel trapped or you're stuck. I feel like coffee is, is just a big chill. Thing. I don't know. And monetarily, it's like it's a bigger thing. That's like, true. If, if you're just getting to know someone and you're trying to take them out to to dinner, maybe we just yeah. gotta switch the the narrative entirely. Ooh, coffee, that's Ooh. great. You know, you're spending yep. max like ten, fifteen bucks on coffee. Maybe they want a pastry, twenty bucks. No pastry. No pastry. No pastries on a first date. Shit, no pastry. Because all the crumbs are gonna get on your lip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the only reason it's not because of the, the guava. Just... The guava is going to get in your teeth. Guava? You what that. kind of pastries are you having? Oh, sh- shit, my bad, man. I'm classy, though. You know how my coffee shop goes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you working at a coffee shop. You know everything about it, getting the guava pastries. <laughs> I, when Am I first I... started, I called it guave. <laughs> That's uh, I, how yeah, you I don't know, fired? man. I I don't oh, know. Was your manager just immediately shot. You I was like, "Do you want guave there. and cream cheese?" I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that was that was stupid. That was uh, that was one of the stupidest <laughs> moments of my life, honestly. And the people uh, buying I've it, seen... they were like, "What is this?" And they were like, "Oh, I was like, oh, it's a it's a it's a guave cream cheese croissant." And they were like, "Oh, guave!" Like they kind of just like repeated it. They play along. Like a... Yeah, which was nice. They fed into they my felt delusion. Bad. Yeah. They're like, oh, you know, that's I, cute. They gave this guy an opportunity. I'd, I'd like to argue that's actually not the dumbest thing. Uh, I had to teach how to get ice cubes out of an ice tray. Can I be honest here? It's confusing. And sometimes the tray is very hard. It's very stiff. You, you bring it were out from raised the freezer. with a privileged life where you didn't have ice trays. Here we go. Sorry you had the best appliances growing up where your fridge always made ice. I mean, I feel like it's kind of a normal thing. I'm not going to lie to you. It is what it is. Maybe because I'm in Florida. Maybe. I don't know. That can't be a thing. I don't know. I'm just thinking like hotter temperature. Maybe we have. Uh, it doesn't make, sense. We're, doesn't make I, sense. we're getting off topic again. Why do we keep doing this? We're I don't know. About ice cubes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to be talking about Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is. Mm-hmm. What's the official verdict? Is it a no? I want the people to help decide this one. Please. I, uh, I, I'm voting yes, it is. But with what you're saying, how dinner shouldn't even be a first date, I agree with that I believe too. dinner shouldn't be the first date. Um, but if it is, Cheesecake Factory should be like top tier, bro. I mean, like, first of mm-hmm. all, it's, fuck, it's expensive, I think. That's S tier of dinners. <laughs> like, if I took you to Cheesecake Factory, you'd be like, bro, thank you so much. If I was like, I got, I got cheesecake on me today like i'm balling 
I just got a raise or I just got like a, yeah I'd be like okay yeah, someone just inherited some money someone's aunt just died a birthday some anything my god a big promotion at work? I guess someone doesn't have to die for you to have money. See, that was a very privileged outlook on life, in your, in my opinion. But, right? Oh, well, sorry. Not all of us are getting fat stacks for cheesecake on our birthday, okay? <laughs> you know what? I'm sick of this. We're moving on. We're moving Damn on it. from here. Damn it. Damn cheesecake it. is a good first date. If you go to cheesecake on a first yeah, date, you are you got a good person taking you out. And you know what? Don't feel bad. If you're like, hey, Cheesecake Factory, let's go. And then they're like, oh, God, why would you bring me there? Don't even listen to that person. Dump them immediately. Don't go out with cancel them. Cancel the Cheesecake Factory's lit. Yeah, cancel that. They're not worth your time. Who, who do we oh, have today? The okay. name of the submission is Presley. They live in Los Angeles, California. Okay. Like Elvis Presley? Uh, nah, but it's with a Z. Is is uh, Elvis Prez, with the S? Presley. Presley. Elvis is with an S. Yeah. Elvis right. Presley. Oh, sorry. Hum, Presley. Hum, Presley. Yeah, stop making fun of Presley, man. All right. They are an aspiring screenwriter in Los Angeles. They've been trying to break into the industry for the last seven years. They've had amazing success in screenwriting competitions and have had a great positive feedback from several industry executives. However, this is a tough business and most days I feel like I won't ever break in. I want to get staffed on a TV show or sell a feature film so I could tell stories about marginalized communities and I want to inspire these communities to reach for their dreams. But I'm afraid I can't even inspire myself because I haven't reached my own dream yet. Do you have any advice on how to stay positive in this relentless and harsh industry? Dang. Seven I, years. Seven. Okay, so seven years. Presley has been in Los Angeles for seven years. That's kind of close mm -hmm. to me. I've been here for like eight um you've been here for eight wow yeah well i think yeah so so jr and i we're both actors um so we're part of the industry but i think that's like the biggest question a lot of people face in the industry mm. don't you think absolutely yeah is that timeline of when am i gonna make it when can i like quote unquote start my actual life mm -hmm. and it's I think that's it's a big really question tough mark. It's really tough for everyone on the outside of the industry to really get it because it's not like, oh, let me just apply to this job that I'm qualified for and, oh, I'm qualified, had a good interview, I'll get the job. With everything around here, it's so different and it's like imagine if you had to reapply for your job every week yeah. and every time you reapply for that job, there's 20 more people who are just as qualified as you, but they're fresh mm -hmm. and they're new. Maybe they want new blood into the mix. So trying to stay positive around here is so difficult because you got the hustle culture. You got so many people on social media who are just somewhat succeeding or so yeah. it seems. You get people's highlight reels on social media. And, you know, this applies to any job. You know, a lot of people can get burnt out in a job that they're doing. 
for seven years and like they could have some really good bumps like sounds like presley has which is awesome first of all hey good job presley take those wins like, Let's go, Presley. I, mean, I mean, that's that's one of the biggest things about living out here. You just got to take the wins where you can get them. And I'll say this. I think you specifically can relate to Presley a lot because you moved out here for acting at, what, eight, 18? Mm-hmm. And you went, obviously, this is your story, but, like, you went to school for a little bit, but then you dropped out. So you really didn't have that much guidance in terms of, like, a, a more structured path that maybe someone that went to university did. Um, and even mm-hmm. then, obviously, there's no guarantee in the career of acting at all. But I think you just coming out here and grinding as you have been um, must have been really, really hard. And like coming out here alone, not knowing anyone, that's freaking hard, man. Yeah, dude, it was scary. I mean, not knowing anyone. Moving to any city, not knowing anyone is difficult. But L.A. is just a different beast. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting culture around here with, uh, like I was saying, like that hustle culture and seeing everyone succeeding in certain things and everyone's trying to like BS each other. But yeah, there's so many great opportunities and it's the opportunities, like what you make of them, whether it's a quote unquote big one or small one, it's, it's just what you make of it. And to stay positive with it, I think, the best thing for me that I've done is like not surrounding my whole identity with hmm. acting and for yeah, other people, like whatever industry aspect that they're part of. So Presley's a writer, like yeah. not, I mean, this helps for me. There is no like one size fits all. I feel like with this, but you know, that's the second, like when we started this podcast, just working on this, this is not acting, but this is something mm. creatively driven, and it's so fun. And I yeah. get so excited for this. This is something we can control, but that's what I'm saying. Not completely surrounding our identities with our job, so to speak. And like this is based on success, which is a really tricky marker, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But like, if you succeed, then you're actually good at it. And if you don't, then you actually suck. And like, it's very yeah. little to do with, yeah, that outside validation. Obviously, it, it plays a big factor into it. Um, Presley has had success with like screenwriting competitions, which are very hard and and lucrative. And there are a lot so of people like that the submit. Talent, the talent, talent is, is there. there. Talent's mm-hmm. there. So it's not just like a blinded like, why haven't I made it? It's been seven years, and like they suck. They obviously have the talent. They have the drive. But again, it's that. It's that kind of like delusional mindset of like you can't see like there's no physical evidence that you will succeed and numbers wise you won't succeed like that's the craziest part too Mm -hmm. like statistically speaking uh presley doesn't stand a good chance statistically speaking we don't stand a good chance to make a Mm -hmm. a a living and acting but we still are holding on to that dream and i think to stay positive is again it's like beautifully said actually it's the small wins and celebrating them is what's going to like actually sustain you over time um because you do have small marginal victories and again you can't just like compare them to what you did last or whatever but man even for us in acting it's like take like every audition you get that's a blessing man you know even just mm-hmm. getting that message from 
whether you have an agent or not or whatever, if it's through Actors Access, even if it's a short film for like a student film, you know, it's like when you get that notification, that's like, okay, bet I get to act today. Like that's, that's enough, you know? And I think that, and the same thing with, with screenwriting, like even if you've written just one page today, you know, it's like, that's enough. It doesn't seem like it is, you know, in the grand scheme of it. Um, But again, I think the small victories over time will add up because if you don't, you're going to quit. And that, Mm -hmm. I think, again, like life, it's always tricky, bro, because I know a lot of people like that have left the acting industry um, and they're extremely talented, uh, but different life paths have happened, you know? So they either have moved away from LA or New York and they've just started a different life. They wanted a more stable income, a more normal job. And, um, and it's appealing. Yeah. It, it sounds cool sometimes, but then yeah. at the end of the day, you got to think of why you came out here to do this. It's because hopefully you love it. Yeah. And I think the good thing with our generation is that we're putting more effort into finding a career that we love mm. as opposed to need to do yeah you know it's like we we're doing this because we want to do this we love this this is something that makes us happy and yeah it probably won't always bring the the big bucks but it's something that we love and learning to navigate that with different things and that's why i said not completely tying your identity to it and this matthew mcconaughey in his book green lights actually talks about it really well um it's like when he first moved to la after doing um what's that movie i'm here quoting him and i don't even remember the movie i know this is wrong but uh interstellar (laughs) (laughs) no uh, i don't think it was interstellar um i can't remember but anyway he just finished his first acting job moves out to la after a little while and he's staying with this producer and the producers, he's talking to him saying, hey, like, uh, can you get me like an agent? Can you get me some meetings? And the producer mm. just tells him, like, no, you're so green. Like, go out and do something. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm, I'm mm. out here trying to get acting jobs. Like, go live your life for a second. It's like, you're not going to be able to have anything to fuel your art if you're not going out there living your life. So he takes a like months long motorcycle trip in Europe and he comes back and things just start happening. And yes, that is a very luck-based thing, but the whole idea behind it is that you need to go and live your life and not let this be the only thing that's driving you. Like, find other things that make you happy. This, this podcast, this makes me happy. That's why I started. totally. And you know, that's why we're doing this. It's something fun Mm. and it's not related to acting and that makes me happy. Because I don't want to tie down my entire personality and everything just into acting. It is my my one true love, yes. But this yeah. is also something that I love very much. And you got to find those things, whether it's you know biking or hiking or any other ings. I will say, Evan, you are really good at that. Of like, you can pick up things really, really easily. 
Um, and you get excited over very small things, you know, which is really cool. Like if you're playing any type so of game, my wife. you're all in. You get excited <laughs> over uh, little things. <laughs> I need you to cut this whole section. Um, nope. We are a family show. Um, you're right. I should. You have get over excited very big things, and <laughs> but um. I hate you. And Matthew McConaughey's first movie was Interstellar. <laughs> I ru- you were complimenting me and I ruined it. I, I don't I get was, those literally. very often. No, I'll say this. Again, you get very excited over whatever you're involved in at the moment. Mario Kart, Mario Party. We could be playing literally any like board and- game. You're all in. You're 100% in. And so I think that's a really great characteristic about you um, that Thank again, you. you don't tie your identity to a lot of different things because you do so many things, which I think is really cool. Um, I think a lot of people get bogged down like, Oh, this is what I do. And then you get so rigid about who you are mm-hmm. that you're almost immovable. I think you do a really good job at that. So you practice what you preach with the advice. you're well, giving. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's, that's I'm glazing you, that... but, <laughs> this this is something that has worked for me. It and like I said, it's not always one size fits all, but it just it, it's difficult because if your your identity is tied to that, and oh, you don't get the the acting job, you go into audition and you don't get the callback, you're like, what? that's going to destroy you if you completely mm. tie yourself to that. It's like no, you you got friends that you love and they love you, and it's like you got other things that you're working on and hopefully like, and if you don't add some things that you're working on, maybe you want to just collect Legos or something, something like literally that simple where it's a creative thing because I think the thing that hurts people the most is they don't have a creative outlet that they can control. Yeah. And that's the toughest. The good thing about writers is that they can just write, but you know, putting it somewhere is difficult. Maybe uh, Presley yeah. can reach out to some directors who, you know, maybe they have links to funding. And I'm sure this is something Presley has already done, but I don't know. Uh, it's just staying not only proactive with your career, but proactive with your personal life, which mm. I'm very bad about reaching out to people. My wife knows this. She's our our social advocate for this relationship, but it's that's something that's very important, you know, reaching out to people, staying in touch with people, doing things, going out to get drinks or going out to dinner, taking your first date at Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) It's huge. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So, Presley, if we could leave you That was such an amazing tie-in. Presley, if we could leave you with one thing, it's there is more to life than our jobs. Find other things that you love. That doesn't mean you like your job any less. It just means that your job can't work without you loving yourself and loving what you do outside of work first. We love you, Presley. Presley, listen. Listen to every word Evan just said. Soak that in. 
Because that was some good advice. Okay? That was top tier advice. And this applies to any job, by the way. I think, I, I, I believe it does. I'm no expert. We're not experts on anything here, but these are we have things no idea what we're talking about. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm 26. Mm-hmm. I haven't lived a lot of life. Let's be real here. Are you 26? I'm, uh, I'm 21. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that I'm older than you. I don't give off that vibe at all. Yeah, you, you give off like a 12 year old in a candy store vibe. Well, spe- screw you. But also, it's especially because of my hair now. You know what I mean? I look like I'm 13 going on 14. <laughs> right? Jared's got a beautiful new haircut. <laughs> for those of you watching, um, is the haircut a dub? I want to know because – but also, uh, don't be mean because I can't do anything about it if you hate it. You know, that's the other thing. It's like, oh, I don't like the hair. Well, it, it doesn't matter because what am I going to do? It's already It's already done, you know? So leave it in the comments. What do you think? You know what I mean? Yeah, comments. Leave, leave a comment down below if you like JR's haircut. I think it's fire. It grew on me. Yo, you liked? Yo. It grew on me. Yeah, it looks a lot better now than it did when you first showed me. Uh, no, I'm not going to lie. It was rough at, at the beginning. I didn't know how to style <laughs> it properly. It was falling very like, uh, it looked bad. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was here. a little embarrassed. We're all learning. We're all growing. But specifically, I looked I looked horrible with it when I first got the cut. So it's looking better. Um, my hair is growing. But it, it, in regards to Presley, we love you. Um, love and you. thank you so much for submitting. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we we kind of helped you here. Yes, thank you, Presley. So we got another submission here. It's from our boy James. Hey. James, we don't know what city or state he's uh, writing in from, but that doesn't matter because he writes in, my grandmother's birthday is coming up, and I don't want to go back to where he grew up in light of some recent life events. My family got my ticket, so he's definitely going back, but he doesn't want to. Obviously, he's being selfish, but, uh, you know, that doesn't change the fact that he does not want to go back. Evan, what the hell is James going to do? I'm, I'm, I feel like we're, we're, we're lacking a little bit of extra context here. But, mm. mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things where you just got to bite the bullet. <sighs> you know? That's not what James wants to hear, but well, by I, golly, I, don't I know think you might be onto something. I don't know what's going on here. I mean, James, thank you for submitting. Everyone who submits you, in the future, give us as much info as you can so we can really dive in deep into it. But, you know, what it sounds like right now... Mm. Okay, so something happened. Something happened with the family and in light of recent familial events. Uh, doesn't want to go back for his grandma's birthday. But that is correct. got him a ticket. So mm-hmm. he's going. He um, has to go. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't know what happened, but, you know, it's hard to hold grudges, I guess. But, mm. I mean, I, I have my own family problems. Everyone has family problems. But, like, 
getting together. I hope your grandma didn't do anything bad to you. I mean, if you're there to celebrate your grandma, spread love to your grandma. And kind of like we were talking about in our Christmas episode, sometimes you just got to do it, especially if your family's getting you a ticket. That's nice. So obviously your family has some sort of love for you um, and they want you there. But family's difficult. But in mm. the end, it's the, it's the only thing we got sometimes. You know, as cliche as that is, that's, that's straight facts, and you're spitting bars. And, James, here's the deal. They got you a flight, right? So, like, you're going to hop on that plane. You're catching flights. You're not catching feelings. So, hop on that a bu- Airbus 3000 and and wherever the hell you're going, you know what I mean? And just have a good time with the fam, you know? But also, it might be out. So, screw it, man. It's over for James. I think he should run away. Mm, I think that's the only just, thing that he could do. Think of it like prison. You know, you show up, you got to punch the biggest dude in there. So <laughs> Which might be his grandma. That. It might be your grandma, so she's the biggest it's just dude. the circumstances you can't control them but you can control how you react to it so if you got to go in swinging put out the biggest person in the in the rec room you got to put him down and so, so Evan if i'm hearing you correctly you want you want James to wrestle his grandmother is that correct if that's the biggest person in there you know you got to you got to put yeah. your foot down and Sean, that you mean business. But at the same time, what if we just see it as reality? And like, it is what it is, right? Like, what if he had a horrible life event? We don't know what it is, so we can't really dive too deep into it. But let's mm-hmm. just say he got into a big fight with a relative that's going to be there. Let's say it's, let's assume it's not the grandmother, you know? Yeah, well, let's, let's build out what, let's build out what we think happened. Let's say he got into a fight with, like, let's go, you know, not, nothing too personal, but let's say he got into a big fight with, like, a, a cousin or something, and that cousin for sure is going to be there. Um, hmm. And let's say the cousin's family now has beef with James, something like that. Um, hmm. The reality is it's going to be awkward. The reality is, James, you don't want to be there. But if your parents bought you the flight to go see your grandmother – Obviously, she's getting older. And let's talk about the reality. She's going to pass away one day. Well, we all are. But she most likely will pass sooner than you. So just try to enjoy it as much as you can. But with that being said, it's going to be awkward. So maybe don't try to even fight the fact that it's going to suck. Like, it's going to suck. The, maybe the flight was like an olive branch saying like, hey, we love you. We want you with us. But let's say this was a cousin or something. That's where – or cousin, sibling, uncle – aunt, whatever, whatever beef you have with anyone, I think it's great just to address it. You know, it doesn't have to be a public addressing, you know, obviously you're there for your grandma's birthday. You want your grandma to have a good time. Hopefully the beef isn't with your grandma. That would suck. But whoever it's with, that would be terrible. Happy birthday, grandma. (laughs) Happy birthday, Grandma. Love you. But if you're, it's like the best way to defeat conflict, I think, is just go at it head on. 
Like, if you look at... I was watching Breaking Bad recently. This is well, going to tie in, I promise. But the amount of things that could have been solved if people just talked, just talk about what's going on, saying, okay, there's a misunderstanding, so I've got this, you've got that, let's talk about it, put all of our feelings out into the open air, and let's come to a conclusion. Maybe you've tried that, James. Maybe you haven't. But if you haven't, I'd say go for that. Try to, you know, express your feelings in a controlled way. Maybe don't actually punch someone there. If it comes to it, you got to defend yourself. Especially not your grandma. Don't Don't punch your grandma. Evan, no, don't. We don't like violence here. And despite the past previous episodes where I absolutely would have said to commit any crime necessary... Um, including shanking anyone with Matthew's knife, um, I've changed. You know, so I believe. Thank you so much. Well, maybe it's the spirit of the holidays, but I believe um, you shouldn't put your grandma. Maybe that's extreme, but maybe Evan might be seeing a little bit more of an aggressive side here because he's saying to uh, swing and and square up with basically anyone. Um, That could be your mom, too. So I'm just saying it's an option. Uh yes, technically you do have the option to punch your mother, but I think you shouldn't do that, James. Um maybe kiss your mom on the cheek. Maybe good. handshake your dad. Maybe give things. a give a huggy huggy to your grandma. Well, I good job to JR for really your violence has changed. Maybe it's the holiday season that really got you switched up, but I'm proud yeah. of you. Thank you. I think it, it was like uh, my the violence. Last, yeah, it was the last uh, text you sent that if you if I don't calm it down, I'm gonna get the boot. So I I decided to uh to kind of, you know, really really work on myself here. You know, and violence isn't the number one option. There's other ways. We we love to hear that. You know, and so, like you said, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. So, James, I know you're hurt right now. So the best thing you can do is absolutely beat the shit out of your grandmother. Um, hey. In fact, I think – what happened? I think sorry. You said sorry. something about punching grandma. No. I, well, I think, James, if he's having beef and doesn't want to go home, it's probably about the grandmother, right? Let's be honest. He didn't want to write in. Um, I think he should maybe consider pushing her down the stairs. Oh, he's going off the hinges. Uh, James, I'm going to bring this to a conclusion before it gets any more violent. Uh, We sympathize with you. We want you to have the best experience. But overall, thank you so much for submitting into the show. If you have any further questions after listening to this episode, we want to hear how it went. Um, Because who knows when this is going to air, if it's going to air before your trip, after your trip. But I think the best situation... You go in, you just peacefully go in there, take it head on. If you have beef with anyone, privately talk to them. If it gets a little too heated, just remove yourself. And Mm. maybe in the future, you keep a little bit more distance from that family member or whoever caused you any harm. But who knows? Please write us back. We want to hear more about it. And James, we love you, man. We're, we're, We're with you. Family stuff is always really hard to navigate. So... Hopefully, hopefully it goes well, and uh, James just 
Um, just, you know what I mean? Just try to chill. You know what I mean? You're going to go on a plane, catch, catch flights, not feelings. That, that's my, that's my main advice to, to James. You said that twice today, I think. It, it's important. And I that's think the, a big the, motto for you. The, the listeners need to, need to know the truth. Hmm. Well, thank you, James. We love you. Goodbye, everyone. S- See ya. We, I think we just, we need to work on our closing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Just be like a thank you. Thank you for everyone for submitting. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Uh, And then follow us. Like, subscribe, Mm -hmm. uh, submit. Like, uh, subscribe, submit. Like, subscribe, submit. Legit. No. Is that not good? Yeah, but no, that was fire. That was fire. Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice is an independent production created by Evan James Henderson. Featuring J.R. Gomez. All music is created by David San Miguel. If you're a business owner who wants to have advertisements on the show, please contact ejhpodcast at gmail.com. All advice given on the show is for comedic purposes and at the discretion of the listener to take it.